The UK Report with Adam Gilchrist. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, Kino. What's this thing, Graham Smith, retiring at the age of 33? Yes. That's ridiculously young, well, isn't he's, it? He's, he's still going to be Surrey's captain. Um, but international cricket. So is he going to ha- have fun in the Big Bash and the IPL and stuff like that? Is that, is that part, I'm not sure if he's going to be part of the IPL. Uh, well, he, he said international cricket, so I'm not okay. quite sure if that includes the IPL. Um, I don't think so, but I don't think he'll be playing cricket for his country. He might still be playing for uh, you know, one of the teams in, in, in the IPL. Do you know what? Some relief, I have to say, over here for those of us who sat through those back-to-back double centuries that he made against England. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was really hard work as an England fan. <laughs> but as a lover of cricket, they were fantastic, yeah. Now, the first story you've put on your list here is the Devani extradition. Really? Uh, well, <laughs> what, what extradition? <laughs> yes, you're right. The, the questions are apt. Uh, in theory, uh, this is the deal, that Sri Devani lost his legal battle to block his extradition to South Africa. Uh, remember, of course, he's accused of arranging his wife's murder. Mm. It doesn't go beyond that, though. That, you know, that, that's the deal. It's a big deal, but that's it. He argues that he should not be forced to face trial until he's recovered from mental health problems. He's argued that before. Uh, he's said to be and has been diagnosed as suffering from depression and post-traumatic stress disorder. Well, I suppose if you were guilty, you could be suffering from those things, as well as being an innocent man in a guilty situation. Uh, the legal setback, though, is that three high court judges rejected his appeal and basically under the laws of extradition and under that whole legal process, he ought to be gone within 28 days. That's Mm. still another 28 days on top of the uh, two-plus years that we've had so far. But his lawyer said there was fresh evidence relating to his mental health, which means, therefore, that fresh evidence will have to be seen at some point, possibly within the 28 days. But um, it's a marathon legal battle, and you're absolutely right. When's it going to happen? Is it really going to happen? I've got a sneaky suspicion that it will. I have to say, our extradition process is as baffling to us as it is to everyone else. (laughs) Now, significant costs, Britain warning to Russia over Ukraine. Yeah, this is, uh, well, the Foreign Secretary in Kiev um, has said that uh, essentially significant costs is the deal, consequences of the biggest crisis to face Europe and uh, it's a crisis on Europe's doorstep after all, it's not America's and that vision that we had... I guess reasonably for uh, for 10 years anyway of a peaceful democratic free Europe that included Russia that's the thing that's now going backwards mm. and clearly I mean uh, if, if you want to know how serious it is, well, billions of dollars worth of shares wiped off uh, company values. <laughs> I mean, that's oh. that's the instant process where people get jittery about it. Um, mm. And in, indeed, yes, there are one or two uh, moves in in uh, you know diplomatic reactions and sanctions are being talked about but i think it's interesting that the british ambassador to the united nations took time out to say well done ukraine for not rising to the bait the feeling is is that you know most other nations i think us i think probably you included mm. given what has happened in crimea might want to send a force down there or might certainly get a little bit more um uh, i still a think hard nosed yeah. i still think britain united states Parts of Europe uh, should send military down there and protect the centre, the core, and then call Putin's bluff and see what happens. Either way, it'll be a good news day. Oh, that's a... That's a dangerous bluff to call, isn't it? Though? Yes, it will be. Don't forget, Vladimir Putin's the guy who likes to take his shirt off and wrestle bears. So, <laughs> hmm. Yeah, true, true. Not a, not a beautiful sight at all. Now, <laughs> Al-Qaeda advice, an extremist defector urges a rethink on Syria. 
I think this is extraordinary. There's an ex-member of Al-Qaeda who is a defector. He's a guy born in Saudi Arabia these days living in London. Um, or I suppose we're not really meant to know that, but somewhere around London anyway. But he says the UK government should explain, number one, why it has not intervened in Syria. Number two, what the situation in Syria is as far as the UK is concerned. Mm. Or, he says, we risk more Muslims becoming radicalised. That he's saying that essentially, as he was fed a line, he said there was no counterline. There was no, as it were, official line on what should happen and what is happening and why. What he's saying is that people are becoming radicalised because they believe it's a Western problem that's been created in Syria. Yeah. He had his own road to Damascus moment, as it were. Uh, but he says that you know the government is not voicing its own opinions and therefore jihadists and others will be created and will end up in Syria. The only thing is, uh, you can imagine the government's response to this guy, bearing in mind he is ex-Al-Qaeda, who is in Afghanistan and Pakistan and other places. It's a bit rich coming from you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, have a good one. Adam Gilchrist with your always entertaining UK report.